Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 58 of Secrets of Shadowloo, and I have to admit that uh, what I have for you today is more of a mystery than a secret, but it's so fascinating to me that I can't pass it up. What we have today is just a full-page illustration of Balrog. In his milieu, uh, he is apparently on the strip in Vegas. He's surrounded by like banana peels. There, there's a broken egg. People are throwing things at him, clearly. Uh, there are a couple of dancers in bikinis and little like novelty top hats near him. He has what looks like maybe his manager standing nearby counting money. I don't know if he's just thrown a fight or, or had somebody throw a fight for him. But apparently, in addition to enraging the crowd, which Balrog doesn't seem to mind at all, it was lucrative. Because next to Balrog, and this is what I want to talk about today, is a bag. The bag is partially open. It looks like it's full of money. Not stacks of bills, but like big messy handfuls of cash. You know, the way that crooks like it. It's about presentation. If you care about somebody, you give them a bouquet, not a stack of flowers. But in any case, there's money in there. There's looks like a bottle of booze in there too, kind of sticking out. Overall, a sordid scene, a very Las Vegas, a very Balrog scene, in keeping with the aesthetic of low-level Shadowloo operations. Dirty, grimy, petty, messy. And speaking of messy, there are messy words scrawled on the bag. They read, bison, and then, in quotation marks, such is life. Such is life. What a weird sentiment to find scrawled on a bag of loose, dirty money and booze at the feet of Balrog after some quasi-criminal boxing enterprise. Especially, and this is what makes it inexplicable, this is what makes it a mystery, under the name Bison. Such is life. Such a melancholy sentiment. Some anonymous crook involved in this organization at some level was feeling real pensive the day that they wadded cash into this bag. Or, or was this written by someone who was stuffing this bag? Okay, so we have this ground-level like Las Vegas corrupt boxing organization that's a subsidiary of Shadowloo, and uh, Balrog is sort of nominally in charge of that, but really other people run it. And they make all kinds of profits, and then those profits go up at the pyramid, as we've seen described in previous chapters, all the way up to, you know, M. Bison and, and the other folks on Riganka, right? They go through an overlord to a dragon, and then on to M. Bison. But, of course, Balrog is also compensated for his services. We know that he does all kinds of jobs for Shadowloo. Presumably he's paid for that. He doesn't care about any of this high-flown mystical energy bullshit or M. Bison's personal fetish for street fighting. So is this a bag full of money being sent to Balrog from the top of the pyramid? Or is it being sent up from Balrog's operation to a higher up, maybe even directly to Bison? I just don't know. I mean, it says Bison on the bag. Is it possible that Bison signed this bag, essentially? Kind of yearbook style. Like, this is Balrog's pay. And M. Bison, in a rare moment of sentiment, just signed the bag, Bison, and then wrote this little quote underneath. Bison. Hmm. Such is life. Have a great summer. That kind of thing. It goes without saying that this does not sound like M. Bison. As I noted, his moments of sentiment are rare. He's not usually one for a direct expression. He's usually a pretty guarded, pretty oblique, I think, in his relationships to other people in Shadowloo. Also, M. Bison is, you know, sometimes wistful, but I think rarely philosophical. 
But most importantly, I don't think M. Bison is spending his precious time as the almost ruler of the world, stuffing fistfuls of cash into a bag for Balrog of all people. Nor, I think, would he look kindly upon a secretary bringing a bag of cash to him and saying, I'm about to send this to Las Vegas, Mr. Bison. Uh, could you please sign it and uh, write something nice? A little quote? No way. That guy's going down a trap door. Bag and all. But if M. Bison didn't send this bag, it's really weird to write Bison on it on its way to Balrog, especially with a little note attached. You don't want to put words in M. Bison's mouth. Maybe he doesn't think life is such. Maybe he thinks it's some other way. Maybe he wouldn't agree with the sentiment. Once again, you're stepping dangerously close to the trap door, taking it upon yourself to sign M. Bison's name to expressions of existential resignation. So I don't think this money is flowing from the top of the pyramid down to Balrog. I don't think this was like a delivery from Shadaloo. But at the same time, I don't think this money could be going up the pyramid because first of all, why would there be a bottle of booze in there? I don't pretend to know exactly how M. Bison runs his organization. He certainly has some unorthodox ideas, but I don't think he lets his bosses like pay him in liquor. Maybe that shit flies in Vegas, but not on Riganka, not in the upper echelons of Chateloup. And once again, I don't think you'd be so familiar with Bison as to put this pithy little quote on a package that's actually meant to reach his desk. Thinking about the whole vibe here and thinking about the logic of the transaction, I don't think the word bison here is probably literal, like attention M. Bison. Here's a bag of unsorted American currency. I think somebody wrote this kind of tongue-in-cheek, like writing uh, Uncle Sam on a check to the IRS, you know? I think maybe this is money that is going vaguely upstairs, up the pyramid, and somebody wrote bison on it like, here's bison's cut, here's more of our hard-earned money for the big man. And in that scenario, based on what I know about Balrog and, and what I believe about this level of the Shadaloo operation, what I would expect would be uh, more of a, a simple, direct, more of a pithy, uh, fuck Shadaloo, or bison sucks, perhaps spelled with an X, just for a little flair. Or if you didn't really want to piss off the people on top, you might write uh, another cliche like, another day, another dollar, something like that. But instead, we get this mysterious little quote, such is life. This is a lot of equanimity to scrawl on a bag of booze and cash coming out of an illegal gambling operation in Las Vegas. It's notable also that there are quotes around this, because I at least didn't realize that such is life is an actual quote. I thought it was just sort of a, a saying, one of those things that is like a stock phrase. But in fact, Wikipedia and a little unwise use of time have revealed to me that it is a direct, if unsubstantiated, quote from Ned Kelly, the famous Australian bush ranger and outlaw. Uh, supposedly, those were his last words before execution. I didn't know that, but maybe the writer of these mysterious words did. Maybe what we have here is a well-read, low-level Shadaloo criminal who knows their history, who knows where they come from, who knows about their criminal forefathers. Maybe they were sitting at a smoky table in a mob-owned Nevada titty bar somewhere, stuffing fistfuls of cash into a bag just the way Balrog likes it, and this well-rounded criminal thought, hmm. Here I sit, in the titty bar, gathering up the fruits of our labors here in Las Vegas and sending the wages of human misery that we took from the pockets of those we victimized into the coffers of those who victimized us. Here you go, M. Bison, wherever you are. Scrawl on bag, Bison. It's just as the famous Australian bush ranger and outlaw Ned Kelly said before he was hanged, quote, such is life, end quote. Maybe this will make him take a minute and think in Riganka. It will not. Many of them don't have souls anymore, and many of the others are robots. But it's a good thought. Philosophical Las Vegas Shadaloo hoodlum, I appreciate this moment to reflect as we embark on the last leg of our investigation of Shadaloo. Reason has no purchase, 
and the money that is our society's lifeblood is the crystallization of human misery. Such is life. If I knew who this philosophical hoodlum was, I could reveal the secret to you, but I guess the closest I can get to a revelation here is the fact that these sensitive souls exist within the Shadaloo structure. Down at the bottom of the pyramid, where the common people are, there are hoodlums living, examined, criminal lives. And I think that's beautiful. Join me next time as we embark on Chapter 5, Shadaloo Adventures, and delve into the weird, logical gymnastics of gaming in a world with a Shadaloo on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>